Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. You guys ready to start this? I am ready. I'm ready. Absolutely. All right. Hello and welcome to Nice to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Greenly. How you doing, Green? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Danny? I'm doing well with us, as always, or most of the time, 99.9% of the time. It's the powerful, it's the beautiful RevsFan. Padre, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Danny. It's a, it's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be alive. The sun's still su- the sun is still shining. <laughs> I got <laughs> rice cooking eyes. in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week I have we have a very special guest, Left Side. Left Side, how are you doing? Uh, can't complain. Made it through Monday on a Tuesday, and tomorrow's hump day. So hey, hump day. Full schedule. Yeah. So. Hump day. Hump day. Sorry. <laughs> so uh left side for the folks who uh haven't met you yet or haven't seen anything that you do why don't you go on ahead and tell them what you do and where people can find it and uh, include all your socials there i'm left side or jason but not both um you can find me on twitch.tv slash left underscore s-y-d-e or on twitter right now those are only two locations we have some youtube stuff in the making for genshin impact and destiny 2 that will be left side L-E-F-T underscore S-Y-D-E as well. But for right now, just Twitch, just Twitter. I stream Genshin, I stream Destiny. I stream every day from about 3.30 to about 8 or 9 o'clock. And uh, I also have some art on Redbubble, some officially licensed Borderlands merchandise. I'll have to link that. That is in, oh, that is in my Twitch channel. So if you go there, you can find it. But yes, I do have some shirts and mugs and stuff you can buy if you are interested in borderlands themed merchandise awesome guys go check him out of course links are always in the description of this episode if you're on youtube or if you're uh listening on any of the podcast platforms of course guys we always appreciate you who uh watch and listen especially if you guys are live or catching us on youtube if you guys miss any part of the show tonight you can find us on youtube spotify apple and google podcasts and everywhere podcasts are found uh we do have a question of the week this week courtesy of mr left side himself the question of the week this week is what are two games you are most hyped for this holiday season you guys can go on ahead and answer that in the live chat or in the comments of this youtube video of course, we will have our own answers down there as well, so feel free to respond to those. Um, guys, is there anything else that we need to discuss? Oh, dude, no, that was some great housekeeping. Great housekeeping. Just the best housekeeping. It's clean. House is clean. Yeah, the, we used all the Lemon Pledge. Housekeeping. Um... <laughs> Well, left side, we're actually going to start with you for uh, our topics this week, and that is, uh, tell us about Genshin Impact. You mentioned it earlier. Uh, let's just jump right into it, dude. Um, Genshin Impact is honestly my surprise game. I wouldn't call it game of the year, but definitely an amazing game. Definitely worth playing because it's free to play. Um, people wanted to call it a copy of Breath of the Wild, but a game this good isn't a copy of anything. I'm just going to be completely honest. I'm, I was floored when I saw it was free and it was a gotcha game because of how well it played, how fluid the combat is, and how beautiful the world is and how explorable it is. 
And this is only a fraction of what they have planned. And you can tell when you go through the story and you start unlocking new areas, like they got a lot more planned than this. And this is, this is just a prologue. And there are, there are hours and hours and hours of content. And it is, it is so fun. They have more co-op planned. There's been leaked patch notes that may or may not be true. And if they are, there's some really big stuff on the way. Cool. So um, kind of, well, I was going to say uh, for anyone that's interested in Genshin Impact, it is available on Windows, PS4, Android, and iOS. Um, yes. But uh, kind of, can you give us like a rundown of the um, gameplay loop? Gameplay loop, um, you start in, you kind of, you have these like daily quests you can do to collect their in-game currency. So you can completely play for free if you want. You don't have to do any of the gotcha mechanics. Um, it might take like two weeks to get a pull of 10. Um, but again, that's just logging in each day, doing a few simple quests that aren't hard or just collecting on things that they give you in the mail, mail or, um, sorry, my brain is uh, adjusting, but all of the achievements give you what's called pyro gems. So, and there's hundreds on hundreds and hundreds of achievements, and that's their in-game currency to buy their card packs, if you will. The pyro gems, if you just save them, you you can you can either spend them. I don't know what kind of how you all would spend them. Would you be savers or would you be spending them right away as soon as you get enough to do a single wish? Or are you one of those people where you're like, no, I want all ten at the same time? I'm if a you played a game like that. I'm a saver. Um, okay. I, I'm one of those people I usually like try to keep like a minimum amount in my like in my inventory like which we'll talk about this later but like Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links I always try to keep like a thousand gems in my in my inventory or in my uh, account that's typically how I am okay I'm bad at saving money I I if there was a possibility of having a negative balance in video games I would <laughs> okay. that's how bad I am at spending I'm a mix of the two, mix of the two. So they have these, these little card packs and they have different characters that are much stronger than the ones you have. But as you level up the ones you have, they can be just as strong as those premium characters. But the gameplay loop feels similar. It does feel similar to Breath of the Wild in the exploration and how you're climbing. You have a stamina bar, uh, but there's an in-depth crafting system. There's in-depth, there's alchemy, there's cooking, there's... Uh, character customization within the leveling up system and the different kinds of weapons you can put on. And then you have a party of four people and you swap between them to do combat. And it's similar to like Magicka or Magicka 2, you combine spells for more damage. So say you combine electricity and fire, you're going to overload the enemies, you're going to get an explosion. Combine wind and fire, you're going to get a swirl effect and it's going to, you can shoot out a tornado and it catches fire all these cool elemental abilities that you can combine in different ways. So your play style can be very, very different. And I mean, it's all anime girls. So, you know, there's that, that's a bonus if you like that. And that's your thing, then whew, this is the game for you. Are uh, they also oh. kawaii? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but the, they were talking, the, there's co-op up to four players. So other people can take over party, uh, members of your party. And you can just have a good time with buds, laughing, chilling, and cutting up all kinds of enemies and exploring this gigantic, beautiful, open world. 
that is going to be expanding over time. Oh, someone said weeb shit. Yes, very weeb. And again, the art, the music. Oh, the music. That's what I wanted to mention. I listen. I just have the game up when I'm doing drawing, when I'm working, when I'm doing homework, because the music is that good. The music is worth downloading the game for, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's pretty high praise that's right there for, for a soundtrack. It's, it's so chill. It's like piano and it's just, ah, uh, I don't know. And there's, uh, there's so much loot to grab. They just reward you. You finish something and it's just, here's a ton of stuff. Figure it out. Compared to other games where it's like you grind, you grind and grind, you might get one thing, right? But this game's constantly giving you small things and little trinkets. And the cooking is a mini game. It's a simple mini game where you just have to press stop at the right point to get a perfect dish. But certain characters give you cooking bonuses. They give you crafting bonuses, alchemy bonuses. Um, characters can be earned through doing some hard tasks, doing some simple tasks. It's, it's a very, for a gotcha game, and for a free game, it is 100% worth downloading and trying. I, this is going to be a game I come back to every week for quite some time. Because I'm not even close. I've put well over 20 hours in since it came out a week ago. Okay. And I'm not even close to scratching the surface of what I can do. Yeah. Can I ask, how are you primarily playing it? Are you playing it just on your PC? Are you doing it on the console? I play on PC and then I collect some of the dailies and some of the currency through my phone. Just, I have it on there, but it does not play super well on the phone unless you have like a controller device linked via Bluetooth or something to control the characters. It plays very well on controller. Some of the menu options like B is go forward and A is go back in a menu, which is bad and awful and I hate it. But on mouse and keyboard, it plays, it's like butter. Oh, it's so good. The combat is fluid. You're like dodging through enemies. Instead of rolling, you right click or press sprint to do a quick dash. So, but combat is flashy. It's exciting. The combos are bright colors and lots of numbers, which is good feedback. So that part is very, very addicting. I spent hours just running around killing stuff. I'd say, oh, look, another mob of enemies for me to destroy. Let's do that. They have this dungeon. Um... I call it the Spire. I forget exactly the name of it, but it's in the bottom right-hand corner of the map. I do know that much. And it's these different floors and chambers, and you have to complete them in a certain amount of time to get one to three stars to progress to the next one. And they present different challenges with different buffs and debuffs. And it's going to be this... I think it's every 15 days it resets, and you can get more rewards, and you can do it again. And it's very challenging. It will kick your butt if you are not leveled. It is a gear check and a half. So... If RPGs, if hack and slash, if weeb jit and waifus are your thing, check out Genshin Impact. I, I've been hyped for this game for a while because I was like, it's my wife loves it. My wife is a casual gamer and she's having a great time with it. She plays it more than I do when she has the time. She doesn't have as much time as I do because I'm just full-time school right now. But she loves it. She plays it and she... <laughs> she'll see a big boss and be like fuck that I'm not fighting that and just run away but even but she's figuring out the, the mechanics and fighting them too so if you're a casual gamer it's great if you're a hardcore gamer there's content for you if you want to know life this game you can do that up to a certain point in the gotcha mechanics after like 
50 or 60 hours might start to kick in. But even then, you can still play for free and you can still recharge your energy over time and do that really, really, really end game stuff. But the gotcha mechanics, I haven't hit them yet because I'm still, I still have so much to do. So excellent. Uh, I'm going to run over some specs real quick for the game. So if you're on PC, uh, again, it's only available for Windows uh, Windows machines. I don't think it has a Linux or a um, Mac uh, support just right uh, just yet, uh, if it will get it at all. Uh, but it is um, operational on Windows 7, 8, and 10 64-bit softwares. Uh, the processor it recommends is an Intel Core i5 or equivalent, 8 gigs of RAM, NVIDIA GeForce GT 1030 or higher, you need DirectX 11 and 30 gigs of space on your hard drive. Um, it supports iPhone 8 Plus and newer, it appears. Um, iPad Pro, uh, second gen. Man, there's so many iOS devices here. Um, it looks like iPad Air third gen, iPad mini fifth gen, iPad Pro second gen and newer for anyone who would want to play it on, uh, on an iPad for Android users, CPU, the recommended, uh, configuration is a Qualcomm Snapdragon, uh, 845 or Kirin, uh, 810 and above four gigs of Ram in your phone and recommended OS of Android 8.1 and above. So if your devices meet those specifications, you can play this game. Uh, and it's free, which is nice. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice little bonus. They also gave you a fair amount of the in-game currency when you just start playing. Oh, awesome! So they're gonna they're gonna try and get you addicted to that. Ooh, I got a card pack! Yay! Which is, I'm addicted to that feeling. I love gambling, and it's rough for me, but. <laughs> I haven't spent money. I had someone give me some money toward this game because they're very nice. So I'm going to shout out Morcus Borcus. He gave me a hundred bucks to do some pulls in this game because wow. he loves it too. And yeah. my luck is garbage. So I'm never going to spend money again because the money he gave me, like he was like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. He was apologizing for giving me money is how bad my luck is. So if you, if you, have, if you have an addiction problem, however, I will say this about the game. They don't save your credit card. Uh, you have to enter it each time and you have to receive it. I have to receive a text message because I have two factor from my bank. So I have to put in a code from my phone and go back. So if I wanted to spend money, it's not like Clash of Clans or one of those games where you one click and it just robs you. It just says, okay, you're done. Ah, no refund. Screw you. It's actually like somewhat respectful of the, the way you spend money, which I was floored and just taken aback. I said, that's Actually, really nice to see in a gotcha game. Yeah, it's especially cool for a dev to do that. Like, like we're gonna we're gonna have these mechanics that are like gonna draw you in, but we're gonna make sure that you want to do it. Yeah. Cool. So any there is some weird stuff with with it being a Chinese based company. Like, you Hong Kong and Taiwan are censored, but I think that's due to Chinese law rather than the developers themselves. So. I will say that for some people, I know that they saw that and they said, because they're doing censorship, I don't want to support it. I think that's the government and not the developers. So I will just also throw that in there. Oh, so what you're What's saying it? is I can't discuss what's happening to the Uyghurs in this game. No. <laughs> gotcha. 
<laughs> I can't. I mean, there's there's no public spaces, so you kind of have to invite people in anyway. Oh. So could, could I name myself Winnie the Pooh? I mean, yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> you could be Winnie the Pooh, the waifu. Winnie the Pooh, the waifu. Can someone can someone make a picture of Xi Jinping wearing a bikini as a waifu? That would be mm, beautiful. He's got to be wearing poo barriers too. Oh my god! <laughs> Blacklisted in China months ago. My goal. Um, yeah, if I if I ever have to like have a layover in China, I want to be stopped and <laughs> be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> um, anything else on Genshin Impact? This game looks fantastic, and like I I, I think it was in uh, Left Side's uh, stream. I'm like, they would make a fortune on licensed body pillows with this game. Oh yeah, absolute killing. Oh yeah, they would. I mean, they haven't even introduced cosmetics or skins yet, like different hairstyles. And if they do that, that game, they've already eclipsed 50 million in revenue. So it's been out, what, a week for a free game? That's insane. So it's it's popular for a reason. It's very, very fun. And yes, body pillows looked out green. Yeah, I need to quote that my channel. I have that as a... I don't know. I heard hack and slash and I got excited. I, I've like, I'm a huge hack and slash fan. Like nobody ever sees me really play them, but uh, like dynasty warriors, stuff like that, where it's just like, you know, kind of a time killer, but you still get to just like do stuff. I, hack and slashes have always had a special place in my heart. So I hear those words. And I'm like, it's a thinking hack and slash like Ninja Gaiden two on Xbox 360. When you play it on the master Ninja difficulty or whatever, and you actually had to put thought into it the different elemental combinations and resistances that enemies are going to have. You you have to switch characters and you have to combine abilities. I love hack and slash games. They're some of my favorite. Dynasty Warriors, Hyrule Warriors. I loved all of those. Mm -hmm. And it has a very reminiscent feel of that. Combat is so fun. It is so tight. It is clean. And there's no weapon durability. So, you know, it's a plus. Nice. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up having to check it out. This sounds like it might be something right up my alley. It's a chill game, too. I'm telling you, the music just sucks you in, and you're like, oh, it's been six hours, son of a bitch. <laughs> See, I'm a stickler for for uh, soundtracks in games, because, like, like Undertale. Undertale's soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Uh, you know, you hear just the beat of the Super Mario Brothers theme song, and everybody knows what it is, you know? So soundtracks always play a huge role for me. Big fan. It's I love classical music, piano and I love the chill environment, and then the chill music on top, it's, it's literally perfect. My opinion. Any other thoughts, questions, opinions we wanted to get uh, out on, on Genshin Impact? No, sir. No. All right, uh, Rev. You talk, Is it my turn? It's your turn. You got a game. Speaking of music, right? Right? I played uh, a game called BPM Bullets Per Minute, which is a roguelike, um, but it's a first-person roguelike, and uh, it had an interesting twist to it. You actually have to do every action on the beat of the music that's playing in any particular level. So you have to you have to fire, you have to do your reload actions, you have to do your dashes, your abilities, 
anything you do has to be done on the beat or it'll screw you over. Like, uh, like, like if you go to shoot, like, it, like if you're waiting on one of the monsters to get close and you go to shoot and you're not on beat, it'll go red. You won't fire the gun and it'll hit you. Um, but the enemies are the same. The enemies fire and everything on a uh, on beat. It was one of the funnest experiences I've had playing on uh, like like a roguelike of any kind. Like a, I'm not a huge roguelike guy, but you had that first person. It, like it, it was like Doom meets Rock Band. That's the way I heard it described to me a million times. Like through almost every review I looked at before I started playing it, it's been it. That's what it's been. It's been Doom meets Rock Band, and it, that couldn't be that could be more accurate. Um, a lot of the characters and the names of everything are based in, uh, based on Norse mythology. Uh, you're, you're playing as a Valkyrie. You're, um, I never made it to, I have still haven't made it to the final, uh, final boss of the dungeon yet. I'm pretty sure, uh, like I know you fight, uh, Emir at one point in it, but I'm trying to, uh, the Nidhogg, the Nidhogg is the, um, the final boss in the game. I haven't made it that far yet, but Hugin and Munin, um, Odin's ravens are the shop owners. Like one is like a regular shop owner. It's all happy and stuff. And then the other is like the weapon shop owner. It's like this iron clad giant chicken thing. And it's dude, it was so good. It was so much fun. Um, the, the soundtrack was great. Uh, when you go from one dungeon to like, once you get through an entire dungeon, beat the boss and you go to the next one, the song changes. So the, the tempo changes, you have to change your entire beat and everything. And when like it, it, gives it some like interesting replayability because like say if you start over the the first two levels are asgard one and asgard two and like say you start over and you end up it'll say space asgard one and all that means is like it's the same as the regular asgard one which of course like in any um any roguelike it does change its entire out you know uh what is it the layout but it'll like remove the gravity like it'll tone down the gravity so you can like literally almost fly through each piece of the dungeon but you do have to kill everything in one section before you can move on to the next um there's also the uh the midas versions of them where there's like a lot of uh there's a lot of these little gambling things that you can go and get more coins and tokens for buffs and for the shops and you know it it's just it was so much fun and i can't wait to play it again like i really want to keep playing this and actually beat it it's the most fun i've had with a first person shooter or roguelike possibly ever and i'll i'll stand by that damn that is a very high statement yeah that is very high praise yeah like i mean dude seriously like i i it's one of the first games that i played on stream that i've turned around and played again off stream just like on my own in my own time and just had fun with it you know trying to get a little bit better because the thing is it's like even if i go through and and get further than I did before. It's not like people really miss much because when I have to start over it, you know, the whole layout changes, you know? And so uh, you do unlock new Valkyries that have different abilities as you go. So far, I've only unlocked one additional Valkyrie. Don't like him. Um, first off, never really saw Valkyries as dudes. That's just, you know, the Norse, Norse mythology dude in me. But um, the thing I don't like about him is he has no health. Um, he's all armor. Now he's got like, like your base character starts out with a hundred health. And he is 125 armor, but zero health. And he has a six-shot revolver, which is more powerful. But I don't like him. He dies too easy. Because you find health potions everywhere, but you don't find shield regens. And so it's been... I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. But uh, but using the... I, there are three more that I haven't unlocked yet. And uh, that's that's kind of why I want to keep playing it. I want to unlock them, see what they, what they have. I mean, dude... I, I can't express enough how much I love 
playing this game. Yeah. So uh, good. Real quick, can I get some stats out of the way? Sure. So BPM for PC, I don't know how many other platforms it's on, if you could check that for me real quick, uh, Rev. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires 64-bit processor and operating system, Windows 10 or newer. Uh, the minimum uh, processor is an Intel Core i5, 4590 or equivalent, 8 gigs of RAM. Graphics card is GTX 962 gigabytes or equivalent, a DirectX, uh, you need DirectX 11 and 25 gigs of hard drive space. It is currently retailing for $20 USD on Steam. It looks like it has gone on sale September 15th um, at 10%, so $18 USD. Uh, must have been some sort of pre-order sale because I know the game is very, very new. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was. Um, and if that is 100% worth the price of this game. If you like first-person shooters, if you like fast pace, if you like, I mean, if you like playing to a beat, if you want something interesting, this game, one, it runs smooth as butter. Uh, it, it runs amazingly. Like, I didn't hit any hiccups, any glitches, nothing. But it is also on PS4 and Xbox One. What's the replayability like? Because I know it's a roguelike, but is it mm-hmm. something you could see yourself coming back to, you know, once or twice a month, or is it once a, once or twice a week? What kind of what kind of replayability is it? Personally, for me, it's it's bare minimum once a week. Um, until I can get to a point where maybe I've gotten past the nidhog and maybe gone into the hardcore mode. Um, maybe if I ever get that far, <laughs> um, that that's where I'm at right now because it is it is pretty difficult. Um, especially if you're like me and you don't play a lot of roguelikes, you're not used to the dying, essentially having to start all over. Um, like every time and with things changing, like I like, that's one thing about like I've talked about, I'm a huge fan of undertale before Um, with undertale, you know, everything's a pattern, nothing changes. So you die, you come back and you run through the game. Everything's kind of the same. So you can work on maybe like speed running or something. It's gonna be a lot harder with this because of how the out, you know, the, the layout of everything changes. Um, But I could see the replayability of this being really lengthy Uh, because once you get through like Asgard one and two, and I think you go to Vanaheim, uh, one and two or Vannerheim, I think is what it is. Uh, you know, one and two. And I, the furthest I've made it is Vannerheim two. And like the whole, it, it like the atmosphere changes, the enemies change. So it's like, like you, you're entering an entire new system of, of enemies and music and, um, you know, atmosphere and environment as you progress through. And then when they throw those twists in there by doing, they have like the dark versions where everything looks like blood red and hard, kind of hard to see, or they'll throw the, the Midas one at you or the space one at you. Um, it, it really does make it very replayable in my opinion. Cool. Awesome. Uh, green thoughts, questions. No questions. I just think it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I've always had like a little fascination with like, like games with good soundtracks, like something that actually makes you feel good. Like one example, and we were talking about it earlier before stream is Halo three. Like if you play the campaign with Halo three and you, you're listening to that soundtrack while you're playing, like it makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel like I'd have too much fun with that, especially with it being a essentially a shooter mixed with rock band. Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, uh, I could not see a more spot on comparison than the whole rock band meets doom comparison. Like after playing it, there's literally no better way to describe the game. In my opinion. 
Gotcha. Uh, left side. Other thoughts, questions, opinions? I was just looking for the soundtrack. Apparently, they have the Bullets Per Minute soundtrack on Spotify, so I'm definitely going to give that a listen. It's it's pretty heavy too, as you can tell probably by looking at the gameplay that the the soundtrack does match very well in that and with the atmosphere. Um, oh, I like the I like the heavy. That's good too. Yeah, and then sometimes it will. Those are great. Those are my two favorites. Right. Uh, it, it, like sometimes you'll you'll hear it ease up a little bit, you know, depending on what level you're in. Like it'll get faster, but not heavier. You know, it'll kind of like lighten up and go a little bit faster, but switch up the tempo and. But man, it was such a good soundtrack. I can't wait. Like, I, I want to get to the rest of it so I could just hear the rest of the music, honestly. Yeah. Where does the soundtrack, I don't know if you remember, like, Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal mm-hmm. and how fantastic those soundtracks are. Like, it, and I and I just bring this up because everyone, you know, you're, you're saying it's a lot like Doom meets uh, mm-hmm. Guitar Hero. Where would that, where does the soundtrack compare to, like, Doom? or some of the other, you know, metal games. <laughs> so I, I would say compared to Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, those soundtracks were like some of the heaviest soundtracks I've heard in gaming, uh, especially amongst like a kind of a more mainstream title like that. Um, I would say like it's not as heavy as that, um, but it's on par with like perfect for the atmosphere. And like I... I maybe a little biased here because I've been a big fan of Doom for a long time. Um, And as much as I do love this game, I still am a huge, huge fan of Doom and have been for, you know, since I was, what, Doom 3 came out on the N64, was it? Um, Or no, the uh, Xbox, not the N64, the Xbox. But um, it, uh, yeah, I, I would say it is comparable, but Doom is still like the heavier and probably I would say more diverse soundtrack just because like whenever you are in like one particular dungeon, that one song is what you're playing to now it it loops perfectly to where it doesn't like you don't hear like the end of a song starting itself over it just like loops perfectly um so i would say for diversity sake doom still has the better soundtrack and they do have the heavier soundtrack but it's still comparable and for 20 bucks i mean that's pretty incredible yeah um Man, I think you've answered all my questions. Anyone else have any thoughts, questions they want to ask Rev on bullets per minute? No, sir. Play it. Play it. The, the weapon choices are f- fantastic, too. You get all, like, you can buy all different kinds of weapons. And, like, you get some that are just, like, ro- you get rocket launchers, grenade launchers, like, laser rifles, all kinds of, like, wacky uh wacky weapons that you have to fire on beat and and that's the thing like the more powerful the weapon that's actually one thing the more powerful the weapon the longer the reload is but like the the reload itself doesn't take long it's there are steps to the reload so it's like you have to hit r to pop the clip out and then you have to hit r to pop the new clip in on your first gun and you have to do it on beat or else it doesn't reload and so like your more powerful weapons there it's like three or four steps if you haven't hit r on beat or else you'll mess up your reload so it's not just like you get a you get a better gun and it's automatically everything's easier. You it adds more steps. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that I feel like I would like I would have like an issue even as a musician. I'd probably have like a fucking problem just like mashing the button. Like, no, I gotta. <laughs> My panic would probably take over doing that. Um, cool. Uh, and anything else on bullets per minute? Anything else? left side thoughts uh it seems really, i'm gonna definitely pick it up soon and try it because it looks like a 
It looks like a really good time. It's a it's a lot of fun, for awesome. sure. Um. All right, so we're gonna move on real quick, and then we'll take a break right after uh, this. Uh, we got some Destiny Two news that Green wanted to share, and we have Destiny aficionados, or another uh, Destiny aficionado here on the stream. I want to say that he is more of an aficionado than me because, like, <laughs> I haven't played very much in the last like three months. So, uh, but yeah, the Festival of the Lost dropped today. Um, it's like the Halloween event. Um, which I mean, it's pr- practically. Would you say it's the same as as uh, last year's? It's a little different, maybe not in a good way either. But it's uh, it's, us. it's still a lot of fun. It's still the Infinite Forest. It's still the spooky forest. Um. And the aesthetic is always really fun around this time. The lanterns, the armor. The armor this year from Eververse, which is their premium currency, you can still earn enough throughout this entire event that you'll be able to get all of it if you really want it. But it is really good this year. The warlock has like a vampire-looking costume, and the hunter has a werewolf, and the titan is like Frankenstein armor. So those are pretty neat aesthetics as far as the Eververse side of it goes. So, and I mean, festival, it gets... Same for forest. Since farming it with buds, if you have some friends to play with, it's always a good time. So you're saying the only one that matters is the uh, Frankenstein one, right? Uh, not the vampire one. It's hot. It's so good. It's the cleanest set for Warlock they've ever made. Really? Oh, it's wow. so good. I'll have to check it out. But yeah, the Infinite Forest is essentially like if you've played the game before, um, it was the uh, Curse of Osiris expansion. They released a, a new playing area that they thought was going to be more impact, but it's really just a travel through area. But now you can actually go in there. Um, you have to like kill a certain amount of enemies and they'll transport you to a stage where you fight a boss, um, which after you fight the boss, you'll get teleported back into the infinite forest and repeat. And you're supposed to get as many levels as you can. So a lot there's, of fun. Like There's a chest at the end. You collect all these candies. You got all these different masks of different characters. You can make yourself look like other characters. Um, and it's it's on the... It would have been completely different because they delayed their expansion two months. And Infinite Forest would be gone because it's part of the content they're vaulting, mm-hmm. which is Mercury, uh, Mars. They're vaulting like half of their planets. You don't really touch them. It's all three-year-old content or it's old. And it's a good thing they're doing it, but... With that coming up, um, beyond this is just kind of a this is kind of a filler, and you can kind of feel that. But I mean, it's still logging hundred thousand players on Steam in twenty four hours. You know, it's still a big game. You have yeah. people to play with. It makes it's just like Genshin Impact. Genshin's is a great single player game, but when you're playing with a friend or two, it's a lot more fun just because you have someone to communicate with. Um, but I definitely have maybe like three thousand hours in Destiny. Yeah, way too many hours of testing. Uh, but yeah, the DLC is coming out as well. Uh, they delayed that to October. Or not they delayed to November 10th. November 10th, that's what I was about to say. Uh, they're dropping something tomorrow, I think. Uh, yes. Uh, I think. Are they talking on the trailer or are they talking by a doc? It's a trailer. They released a trailer for the trailer that's coming out tomorrow. A trailer. It's supposed to be highlighting weapons and equipment, is what we read from the Japanese translation of what's coming out tomorrow. So that should be neat um, because whenever Bungie has their back to the wall and they start failing and Destiny starts coming stale and people don't like it, Forsaken was huge. They nailed it with Forsaken. It was a great expansion. 
Beyond Light, I have full confidence that it is going to be great. It's going to be big and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they're completely overhauling a lot of systems in their engine. Uh, so the cheater problem that's been rampant throughout Destiny 2 over the past few months should be addressed with the way that peer-to-peer uh, -peer connections work. It's so easy to just tunnel under the anti-cheat right now. And the way that they're updating their systems to on how players will interface with and connect with each other should address some of those concerns. So that's the biggest hope, especially with the, like the PVP players that have that I know. It's like a lot of them don't want to go into trials just because the, the cheaters are just bad. Well, I'm I'm excited for the new DLC because it's supposed to be introducing a good amount of story, uh, a lot of content that was supposed to be slated for Destiny Three. Um, back when, when they were under Activision is what I've heard. I mean, I Europa have. has concept art dating back to Destiny 1. Yeah. So they've been, this is a location they've wanted to do, they've been interested in. Uh, they're adding weather to, the, uh, to Europa. So there's snowstorms. Hopefully they'll be adding weather to other planets. And that's something they couldn't do based on the... I watched like hour and a half video on their networking and how everything works and how players connect with each other. And then they connect to the server and then yet there's still a peer-to-peer -peer connection going on how hosts work and how it migrates all that and balances all of it. And it's nuts. It is absolutely insane how smart the Bungie team is with networking. And it might not feel like it, but telling you it is next level. So uh, they have a, they have a saying for that. It's spaghetti code. Yeah. Yeah, it is spaghetti code. Well, uh, they're saying that they're going to be dropping a, like, you're going to have to redownload the whole game. It's going to be less of a game though. It's going to be yeah, shorter. Yeah. yeah. Less, less planets, but still, I mean, Destiny players, you got to be be sure to be prepared that you are going to be downloading the game essentially over again. Yes, so, which I mean, it's not it's not as bad as like other games like you know Call of Duty, Warzone, fucking two hundred forty meg. I don't know, two hundred eighty gigs. I think is what they were saying for Warzone. So, and that's with uh, an eighty gig patch every other day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. So, Every time I open Battle.net to play, I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing this. I was going to, but I got to update for two hours to even think about it. Yeah. This was a mistake. Yes. <laughs> I feel like anyone who doesn't like play Warzone every day or play COD every day has like this dread. It's like that. It, like It's like that thing at work that you for keep forgetting to do. Did I leave the stove on? Yeah. Or like the stove on or did I lock the door? It's like, did I feed the cat? Is the cat like killing someone in my house? Yeah, it's, like it's cleaning. It's cleaning the litter box. You have to do it. You don't want to do it, but you really need to, for so the cats can use the litter box. Yeah, yeah. It's just like there's. It's gotta like leave that existential dread for like someone who's just a casual once or twice a week player for Warzone. Well, there's people that are calling for for them to split the game up, like split the the single player from the multiplayer in the war zone like have war zone you know technically war zone is its own thing but when you download war zone as a free-to-play player you download the rest of the game it's just you don't have access to the rest of the game because they have mul free multiplayer weekends it's unnecessary just split them up all right speaking of free-to-play destiny 2 is free-to-play and they're adding it to the game pass with the ultimate pass will have all the expansions on it so if it's something you want to try, Xbox Game Pass is going to be one of the best deals 
for oh, a while. Thank you. And thank you. It's like nuts. Sales and stuff. Uh, the DLCs that the that like for if you want to get Forsaken and and Shadow Keep, like if you if you play free to play, like as a new Destiny player, because that's whenever I pitch Destiny, it's always to a new player, because there's so much to do for a new player. So like if you download it and it's free to play and you like it enough, I always recommend like waiting for a sale and getting forsaken at least forsaken because that that dlc and that gameplay is fucking fantastic it's like one of the best dlcs in any game it it revitalized the franchise and brought it back because it was curse of osiris was trash warmind was okay but i a lot of like drunken eps on ps4 They keep like that's how my friends like stayed together until Forsaken dropped was drunken EP. So, and for anyone who doesn't know, Escalation Protocol is like a, a wave horde fight on, on Mars, which is going away. So, which is fine, which is yeah, it'll, it'll rotate. They're they're talking about rotating old material in, including Destiny 1 material. So, that's like Vault of Glass, they're bringing Vault that raid back. Hell yeah. So, Excellent. If you like first-person shooters with some of the best movement mechanics and gunplay I've ever felt in a game, I it's it's a great game to check out. Um, I would definitely find a Discord or a community or a Twitch chat where you can ask questions because the new light system isn't great. And they're completely revamping it for Beyond Light. That's another thing they're working on. Completely changing to make it accessible to new players because right now it's not. It's I, I have a new light account. I have a second account just so I can explain to people how to do things because someone would come in chat and be like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'd have to try and explain it, but it's hard to do when you've got, you know, 2,000 hours and you're just trying to, yeah. Cool. Anything else on Destiny 2 news right now? No. I think that's everything. Okay. Let's take a short break, two minutes, and we'll be right back. Stay right there. Hey guys, and thanks for listening to the show. It's October, and just like every year, I'm running another writing contest. If you want a chance to win a $25 Steam gift card, all you have to do is write a scary story and submit it to be read by me and Rev on October 24th. Your submission must be in before the stream starts on the 24th and must be no longer than seven pages long. The winner will be selected by the live stream audience. For more rules and details, see the link in the episode description or the contest panel on my Twitch channel. All right, thanks for letting us take that break. We are back, and I've got some news for a game that I've been playing still since we talked about it the first time, and that is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. They got probably the biggest update for that game since we talked about it and since I have started playing more regularly. Uh, and this uh, update brings in a new generation of mechanics and one new box set. So they've had a couple different box sets this update i think is like i said it's the biggest and the new mechanic and when i say new mechanic i mean new to dual links not to Yu-Gi-Oh, because the dual links is several generations behind where the analog game is <clears throat> but the new mechanic they added is called xyz summoning or i think it's also supposed to be ixy summoning i think i don't know uh so 
the uh, the mechanic, like I said, is called XYZ Summoning, and it has monsters that are specifically summoned using this new mechanic. And it's actually really simple. The, uh, mo the XYZ monsters, which are on black-colored cards, are summoned from your extra deck, where your Synchro and Fusion monsters sit. Um, there's a couple differences though they're not like they're not like synchros or fusions first off they have ranks instead of levels uh which is a, a distinction i think is actually pretty pointless um and they are summoned by tributing a specific number of cards with the same level as the rank of that monster so for example if a monster is a rank of four and says you need to tribute two monsters you need to tribute two level four monsters from your side of the field in order to summon it does that make sense? Hopefully I didn't make That's that sound cool. too convoluted. Why do they always change things? I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like change. So Lois, what happened to the house? <laughs> so here's the difference though, because people will be like, well, isn't that just like synchro summoning or, you know, fusion or something like that? Instead of sending those tributes to the graveyard, you actually have them placed under the card on your field as an X as uh, XYZ materials and can be used to activate different card effects. So a really good example that I found that I use is there's a card called also, I'm just going to say real quick, the names of some of these cards are fucking stupid. There's like Gaga Gaga cards, Zubaba cards. So anyways, so a card that I found that I've been using is called Zubaba general which lets me spend one of the material cards in order to equip one warrior type monster from my hand and it gains the attack points equal to the attack of the monster that is equipped. So it has a base attack of 2000. I spend the, uh, I spend the card to activate the effect. That card goes into my graveyard. I then equip a monster card that has like a, we'll just say 2000 attack and it equip it like it's a spell card. And now my, Zubaba General has 4,000 attack. We okay on that? Did I make that sound super convoluted still? No. But, like, that seems a little OP. Oh, I, I almost sent you, as I was playing around with it, I almost sent you uh, a video of me using it um, where I got 64,000 attack. Or sixty four hundred attack on a on a, a card, uh, six thousand four hundred attack. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I would uninstall. <laughs> I was thankfully playing against an NPC. Um, like I said, the dual links is a couple generations behind. I know there's like pendulum monsters and some other things uh, that I who knows when dual links will get it because it seems like it took them long enough to get um, this. Uh, overall, I think I like this mechanic more than Synchro. So for those who don't know, Synchro is like you have to have one type of monster that's designated as a tuner. It actually says it on the on the card. It's called the tuner monster. And the level of the tuner monster has to with another non-tuner monster has to equal the level of the of the monster you're trying to summon, right? So if the monster you're trying to summon is level six and your tuner is level two, you have to use a non-tuner monster that's level four. 
that is so specific and it actually makes you kind of like have to build your deck with a lot of math and very specific tuner cards in order to summon monsters that you want uh it, it just wasn't my play style it's like i had to like figure all sorts of math uh to like build my deck around math specifically to try to make sure i i met these very specific requirements this is a lot easier of a mechanic for people to summon it also makes like the xyz monsters with the like you know spending cards to activate effects actually makes them more interesting than synchros which are just like a weird version of uh ritual monsters because ritual monsters basically functioned the same way except you had to use a spell card to summon them um i like this a lot better i i think actually having a change in the mechanics and it's just like why would i like spend a bunch of time to try to special summon a monster that doesn't really have much of an effect other than much different of effect than um like a fusion monster uh like i said the update came out um i've adapted a few of the cards into my main deck um there is only one box set available right now which kind of sucks it seems pretty limited when it comes to the xyz cards i kind of hope that maybe like next month they put out another box set um also i noticed no xyz monsters or cards have been added to the card trader or to the ticket exchanges which means you're going to be spending gems to get the box set if you want any XYZ monsters. I think that's kind of lame, but that's how how it is right now. Um, thoughts, questions? I hope I wasn't being like, I hope I explained it all right. Um, and not like that was a confused. very concise, dude. It was a very concise explanation. In, in, no, it makes sense. Like now that you kind of explain it, having to not be so specific with math because Rev no good math. Um, so I can understand why that would be a lot easier to not have to be so specific on your ritual monsters to your other monster or your tribute monsters to your other monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's like you sit there for like a synchro monster. Like I have, um, I have in my warriors deck that's kind of like my main deck that i break out when i want to do pvp or something um usually when i want to style on someone i break out my gravekeepers deck sup green um <laughs> um but yeah like my warriors deck i actually had to change it around so i could bring in a couple synchros uh i have three level six synchros so i'm like okay i have to add um I have to have three Swordsmen of Landstar comrades, which are like level three. And then I had to have a couple Marmoning captains, which are level three, just so I could get like, it was very specific. And like, it's, that's the only way I can get some of my synchros out of the extra deck. Um, it just, it was, I'm like, that's so specific. The only reason it works for my deck is because I have the Marmoning captain, which allows me to normal summon um or a special summon uh a random monster like it's like I, I it's based on luck if i can actually get it but this is so much easier because it's like oh wow i have an abundance of level four monsters this is a rank four monster that i can easily summon you know on my second turn maybe my third turn you know it works out really well i like it a lot you know what would uh, uh you know make it easy for you is if like you used a red eyes deck 
where like every card is like a way to summon red eyes. That seems kind of like one of those like newbie moves though that like good duelers don't use. Nah, nah. How how well did that work out for you playing against my gravekeeper's deck? Shut up. <laughs> that seems Cheater. dramatic for the show though. I mean, hundred percent. That's what would happen in the show. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's that's the update. It again, I like it. I think um, I wasn't quite sure because I I knew about X Y Z monsters. I'm not like a Yu Gi Oh expert at all. I never really was. Um, as a kid, I made up my own fucking rules most of the time. I feel like um, I don't know, but with with, the, with this, it, uh, it it actually makes a lot of sense. And it, again, I I think it's way better than synchros. I think it's a better mechanic than synchros. Is it more streamlined? Like like does it just like flow? Yeah, easier. Like does it make gameplay like flow easier for you? Yeah, like the yeah it. And is it intuitive exactly. for like somebody that doesn't know what they're getting mm -hmm. into? Like like is it easy to pick up for somebody like me who never plays Yu-Gi-Oh? I have dueling on my phone. I just haven't fired it up in a while. Like yeah, would it be easy for me to pick up just by kind of you know getting a feel for it right out the gate? Yeah, it's actually really simple. Awesome. That's the thing. It, it flows really well. It actually makes the game feel a lot better, um, and it's more satisfying because like getting a synchro summon, like I said, is so hyper specific. This is like oh, you just need two level four monsters in order to do this, like cool boom right there it feels better and the fact that the cards actually have effects that you can activate more strategically than like a synchro or a ritual ritual monster or something like that is fantastic as well yeah overall i like it a lot thoughts questions opinions so you would you would recommend downloading this update oh yeah yep i would recommend getting into it Again, I kind of think it sucks that they didn't do... I I think they should have done two box sets. Um, because I think the current box set with the XYZ monsters only has two archetypes. The Gagaga -ga -ga cards and the Zubaba cards, I think, are the only archetypes for XYZ right now. Which, again, for... Uh, for my... My warrior deck works out okay. Because... The Zubaba general works well with any warriors, warrior type monsters. But my other deck, my other main deck that I use, I don't think would benefit from using any XYZ monsters that are currently available. So, yeah, uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of all I got for it. Unless you guys have any questions, I don't think I've hit. Now, I will. I will say this. It was actually really cool listening to you explain this because you could tell how much act how much you actually genuinely enjoy this. Like and, and your like the research in, you know, basically getting your wording down to making sure you can get this point across was actually really refreshing. I'm I'm just saying, like that was that was actually really cool and interesting to hear from my my point of view. Oh, thank you. Go make me blush over here. I'll just kiss an ass so he doesn't get mad when I have to skip next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he kinda had to like get into it more and be passionate about it when he was out of internet it's a very technical game and you made it sound interesting because as someone who's never played it has no idea what's going on uh you made it sound like they're making significant updates that help new players out and make the game at least a little bit more fun to play yeah well like dual links in green has actually a really brilliant point is that uh yeah, I was out. I was out of internet for like three weeks, so I only had 
Duel Links and Skyrim <laughs> for like Oof. three weeks. So I played a lot of it. I got really into it. Um, but yeah, and uh, in terms of like actually streamlining it, it makes the game. It does make the game more interesting. The Duel Links itself makes it easier for kids or people who, I guess now adults like me, who played Yu-Gi-Oh as kids and then fell off because oh that's some anime weeb shit you know i'm i'm cool listening to punk rock now you know i don't need to watch anime um you know for the for kids like me that was very specific to me by the way um i was gonna say who the fuck stopped watching anime (laughs) i i stopped watching anime for like four years i'm disappointed in you i got into hardcore um (laughs) anyways um so yeah, it was uh, it's it, it's Duel Links itself because I don't know if have you ever tried Duel Links left side. The only like strategy card I play TFT Team Fight Tactics, okay. but that's it. Okay, so if I don't know if you ever played Yu Gi Oh, but you know how you have in regular Yu Gi Oh, you'd have like five monster cards and like five spell card spell trap cards you could have on the field on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Duel Links brings that down to three for each. Oh. Um. And then there's some other things like your your uh, your avatar is basically characters from the show and you can have skills set for it. So like um, so like if like you're Joey Wheeler, you can have Fields of the Warrior and you'll automatically get the Sogan field card on your side of the field when you start the game. Um, some characters can like if you lose a thousand life points, you can automatically draw a level four monster of a certain attribute from your deck, stuff like that. Um so, yeah, like overall, it, the Duel Links makes Yu-Gi-Oh way more accessible to adults, especially because it's like, oh, do I really want to spend $60 on fucking cards so I can even be playable? And then you have to go to a fucking game shop to play with a bunch of smelly nerds like myself. You know, uh, do you really want to do that? Like, no, not really. I would rather just sit on my couch and, and play Duel Links while watching uh netflix with you know a significant other i'd much rather do that than like okay well i have this fucking booklet that i gotta go take to the game store now and hear some dude go actually (laughs) you know actually yeah you can't summon blue eyes like that it says so in the official rule book you fell for my trap card. Pot agreed with Zexile in 2016. Okay? <laughs> Can't use it anymore. It's almost scary how fucking accurate that is, Green. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. But yeah, and not to, you know, not to belittle those people because I know those those are good communities. There's like people who do find like really nice communities there. It's just one of those things. It's like it, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to do that on a on a Saturday. Um, and then that would be like the only time I'd be able to play. Like if I, you know, it's like D and D. I love D and D, but like the restrictions you have to play D and D suck sometimes. And like Yu Gi Oh Duel Links removes the restrictions of playing like a card game. Um. In it, the time restrictions. Um, any uh, anything else? No, that was uh, like I said, very concise. 
All right. Well, well done, sir. GG. I, I, I would hope after about two years of doing this that I would learn how to be concise and, uh, in reviewing games. <laughs> I only hope that I got better at it. Uh, do you guys want to move on to the deals of the month? Absolutely. Do we have an audio for that yet? No. I'm going to make, I'll make one along with the, the D A N I E C A E Danny K. <laughs> um, so real quick, a little bit of like, uh, information for folks. Um, Prime Day, Amazon's Prime Day is going to start October 23rd to the 24th. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get all sorts of special deals. Um, it, so if you're, you're looking for anything there, go on ahead and check that out. Also, if you have Prime, go on ahead and uh, connect your Twitch account to it. You can get a bunch of free games and you also get a free sub every month. So go on ahead and subscribe to one of the beautiful folks over here, you know, Rev or Green or Left Side um using your free twitch prime sub uh another uh sale that's coming up according to steam database uh the steam sale halloween sale is going to be october 29th to november 2nd the autumn sale will be 25th november 25th to december 1st and the winter sale will be december 22nd to january 5th uh so if you guys are saving up some cash and want to, you know, maybe hold out a little bit for your Steam Halloween sale and Autumn sale. Um, some games that are coming free to Prime Gaming. Again, if you have Amazon Prime, make sure you connect your Twitch account and you'll have your, your Prime Gaming. Uh, Dead Age will be available until November 13th. Surf World Series will be available until November 13th. Seum, S-E-U-M, I think that's how you pronounce it. Speedrunners from Hell will be available until October 23rd. Layers of Fear will be available until, you guys want to take a guess? Take a guess? Take a guess? October 31st? Nope, November 13th. Um, Silver Chains will be available until November 13th. The Dark Side Detective until October 30th. Bridge Constructor will be available until October 16th. And Jane Silent Bob, the Mall Brawl until November second. Mall Brawl is actually pretty fun. It, it's fun. Get it? I have it on Steam. It's, like, it's, I, it's fun. I have an obsession with Jane Silent Bob. Like, like I have action figures of Jane Silent Bob in box. Like, not even taken out of the box, just in the box. Like, I love that shit. That's my shit. That's that's my jam. Excellent. Um, epic. Some free games on Epic. Uh, until October 8th, Piku Niku will be available. Starting on October 8th, running to the 15th, Abzu and Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, which I'm actually going to pick that one up. That one I am very interested in. Uh, so I'm actually going to have to make sure like I set an alarm. Also, uh, Rocket League went free to play on Epic Game Store. I don't know if we mentioned that, but that is... Full disclosure, we're going to do it. If you decide to use Epic, you can use code RevSven, so all my opinions may or may not be swayed by the fact that I have that supportive creator code. <laughs> Valid. Um, speaking of disclaimers, I also want to disc- uh, disclaim that we are affiliated with the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Humble Bundle. Um, so be- bear that in mind. If you guys, I'm not, I'm not going to share links for these um, or our affiliate links for these, but just know that we are affiliates. Um, the 
Let's Fight Bundle ends October 17th. It supports water charities. If you pay $10, you get Injustice 2, Absolver, Overgrowth, Ruby, Grim Eclipse, Nidhogg, Dive Kick, Stick Fight the Game. And then one special day 2020 sale. Uh, that ends again on October 17th, supporting special effect. If you pay $10 or more, you get Dirt Rally 2.0, Ogre, um, spelled O-R-G-R, uh, Portal Knights, uh, two Portal Knights titles, uh, Battle Zone, four Talisman games, Smoke and Sacrifice, Surgeon Simulator, and an Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms starter pack. So that's what you guys can pick up uh, right now from Humble Bundle. Any of those uh, tickle your fancies? Uh, Injustice Two is a fantastic game. Yeah, the the fighter the fighter bundle actually yeah. kind of catches my attention as well. Yeah, I've played. I have Nidhog. Um, I wish Nidhog had. Well, n you know, I haven't tried it since the Couch Co-op uh, update on Steam. Um, because it's one of those games where you. You like you share uh like a controller or, or like a keyboard. I'm like, um, nah, I've done it a few times. It's not something that's like really fun to do. Um, so I don't know. Like maybe I'll have to like try the Steam Couch Co-op land or virtual land thing that they put out a while ago for it. Um, left side. Anything you want to? Any of those like pique your interest? Perk uh, Portal Knights is, looks kind of kind of neat, but Dirt 2, I have that game already, but if you like racing games and you want one that's going to absolutely kick your ass, Dirt 2, Dirt Rally 2.0 is the one to do that. It is it's a lot of fun if you like racing. Um, it's kind of a game where if I'm just, I don't know what to play and I kind of just want to chill, I'll turn that on and try to actually make it through a track or two, but it's it's a good it's a good racing sim. It's a little brutal though. Yeah. Um not the fighting bundle also looks good, but I have a few of the games that are in that already. Let's fight bundle. Yeah. Stick fight. I get stick fight. That was great. But excellent. Uh Padre, what's coming to Xbox One? All right. So Xbox One has got a whole lot of nothing. Uh some things um coming with the games with gold this month uh from october 1st to the 31st you can get slay away camp butcher's edition which looks like uh like a super campy like fake horror game uh this one i haven't heard of it looks interesting just from the cover art but it's called made of skur don't know much about it but it is going to be available from october 16th to november 15th i may pick it up because i'm a huge fan of game pass and then you get your throwbacks. You know, you get two uh, two throwbacks on each. Um, usually they're only playable on the Xbox One. Um, but you get Sphinx for the old Xbox. And you get Costume Quest for Xbox 360, which I, I played Costume Quest too. It's a lot of fun. Um, so not a whole lot coming with games with gold. But... With Game Pass, and this is just in the this is just uh, up until I believe the eighth. That's all they really have listed right now is the stuff coming uh, through October eighth. Doom Eternal is coming to both console and Android. Um, Drake Hollow is coming to PC. Um, it's one of those build, village building games. Uh, Brutal Legend is coming to console on October eighth. Big fan of that game. Uh, Forza Motorsport Seven is coming to Android console and PC. 
and then Inkfell is coming to console and PC. Now, those are just, like I said, those are just what they have through the 8th. I don't know if they're going to announce more that's going to come later in the month, but I think those are actually some pretty, at least a few of those are really great additions to Game Pass for the month. Um, and then, of course, you know, like with Game Pass, we already discussed all the Destiny expansions that come with it now as well. Um, and I, I obviously, I mean, I see a lot of, uh, you know, ZeniMax titles coming to Game Pass before it's all said and done. So, We'll see where that ends up, but I think that's not a bad, not a bad little deal for for what's coming. Um, Made of Skur looks interesting. It may be a good one for like a Halloween game, you know, a little jump scare. Judging by the, uh, judging by the box art, but when it comes to what I think is the going to be like the best, it's going to be the Game Pass stuff. Which of course, you know, Game Pass uh, Ultimate includes your Xbox Live Gold, so you get all of those games plus the Game Pass games just for the fifteen ninety nine a month that you you would pay for it anyways. So pretty decent value coming from from all around on that, actually. Dope. Green. What do PlayStation players got uh, going for them? Uh, PlayStation is getting two new games. Well, not new games, two free games. Uh, Need for Speed Payback 2, which I know a few people who will very much enjoy that and post pictures of it. Uh, and then uh, Vampire, that's with uh, YR. V-A-M-P-Y-R. It's actually a really oh, good game. Yeah, it's uh, Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah. No, Don't Not Entertainment made it. Really good game. Uh, set in 1918, it looks like. Third-person action RPG. So, those cool. are the two. I mean, Need for Speed, do you really need an explanation on Need for Speed? Can Car, cargo fast. <laughs> Car, cargo zoom, zoom fast. I now understand... <laughs> I now understand. Rum, rum. Excellent Ooh. job. I was confused as to what Need for Speed was, but you just cleared it all up hey, perfectly. So thank I you. thought it was a game about math. True. <laughs> you ever just like want to see how fast you can get like that speed that speed camera ticket? Like how high you get that speed ticket to go? It's like that in a video game. I, there was just a huge moment of serendipity that I have to bring out in an announcement. All you said was something about meth, and I was looking up at one of my monitors where I have my stream dashboard up, and somebody named Spoiled Teeth followed me right as you said something about meth. And I was like, what is – wait, what? Like Spoiled Teeth and meth? Like that's hand in hand. What's that's hand in hand. Well, all right. That's <laughs> – That is serendipity right there. That is – Yeah. Uh, anything else that we wanted to mention for deals of the month? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Um, well, let's wrap up the show then. Let's uh, let's call that good. Mr. Leftside, let's start with you. Tell the kind folks out there who uh, have now gotten acquaint acquainted with you where they can find you, uh, what they're going to find when they get there, and anything that you might have coming up. Uh, you can find me at Twitter on uh, my tag is at left underscore S Y D E. Um, and on Twitch is the same thing. L E F T underscore S Y D E. You will find a lot of shenaniganery in destiny and Genshin impact. I play with some people from leopard community clan called cub club. Uh, we are all below average gamers and we are really good at being not great at games. So, uh, if you want to feel better about yourself, then and that's a that's a thing. Um, 
that's I pretty much only play those two games. Occasionally, we'll throw on some Civilization or some like Seven Days to Die, or some other random survival, some small game like a uh, Craftopia, which is yeah. I, those are the few random games I play. But if you're interested in those two games or Civilization, uh, check me out, and I'll I'll, I'll be over there live three thirty p.m. around their time to about. 8 or 9 p.m. Eastern. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, and Golf It. Shweeby's in chat now. I play Golf It. I love Golf It. <laughs> um, Green, what's coming up on your channel? Um, well, I'm going to be practicing for a Call of Duty tournament. Um, so pretty much Call of Duty. All all the time. All, like nothing but Call of Duty. I, I'm already regretting my decision to, uh, you know, like enter in this thing so um big shout out to biggs he's gonna be my partner in this duo uh warzone uh tournament so um yeah it's it's practically all that i might try to sneak something else in but i don't i don't know so you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash mr green elite um also on the twitter instagram facebook all the fancy socials at mr green elite except for instagram is ttv mr green elite because i don't want to talk about it all right uh padre your turn my turn oh shit all right so i'm rev spin you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash rev spin that's r-e-v-s-v-e-n and you can find me on literally any social media platform tiktok oh except for facebook actually um tiktok instagram twitter i guess technically that means i'm on facebook because instagram is you know whatever um only fans all of it rev spin tv because of some Scandinavian preacher that decided to get in on some serious social media action, apparently. Um, I am on LinkedIn. You can find me. It's uh, Stephen Gates. Uh, you can find me also in the employee directory under Anime for Humanity. Do it. Find me on LinkedIn. I dare you. Let's connect. But uh, coming up on my channel, I got uh, this Thursday. I'm actually going to be playing an early, early access game. This game doesn't come out to the 22nd. It's called uh, Hyper Brawl Tournament. I was provided this key by uh, Disobey. Um, they're like one of those publishing management agency type things that just get keys to creators. So I've, I've got that coming. It's kind of like rocket league, but like more like dodgeball uh, and you can beat people with swords. So there's that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually going to be playing that with our good friend, Rouge Pinata soon to be a rogue Pinata, hopefully. Um, and then Saturday I'm going to be actually doing a Bob's burgers cookbook stream. We're going to be making some burgers out of the Bob's uh, Bob's burgers cookbook. And I'm probably going to be in full blown Bob's burgers mode. Like I'm going to just tell my whole family how terrible they are in a deadpan voice that, that I love them, but they're all terrible. Um, and I feel that they should know that I would fire them if I could. Um, and then oh, I'm going to be hero. taking, right. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> but uh, we're also uh, after that, I'm, I'm going to be taking a week off of all stream stuff because I'm going to be working on some really cool stuff for Zebo and Halloween. So that'll be, I'm excited for that. I'm also going to be updating all of my raid videos and all that good stuff. So if you don't catch me in these next two streams, then you're going to have to wait and you're going to miss out. This is going to be a lot of fun. So fucking be there. Fucking be there. Uh, coming up on my channel this week, I think I'm going to start Bioshock 1, the remaster. Um, other than that, I don't know what I'll be falling back on. Maybe Skyrim. If I, or maybe we'll try to get another unfortunate spaceman group together. We had a lot of fun last night playing that. 
I uh, a couple things is first off uh, the writing competition, the third annual Spookathon. If you guys want to get entered to win a $25 Steam gift card, make sure you get your uh, best scary story entered in uh, before October 28th. It just needs to be about seven pages long or uh, no longer than seven pages. And I'm really loose on those rules. It's just so I don't have to read me and Rev don't need to read fucking novels. Um, Rev will be joining me live. Uh, for especially, the... let, let's really quick, let's go ahead and address. We especially need them to be short because when Danny gets a few beers in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will play. Being honest, it probably won't be beer this year. Um, it's I'm probably going to go hard liquor. You know it what? Was, Same. Let's do it to it, Lars. It was super fun getting you to read what I entered last year in a southern accent because you were so willing to do it. That was so funny. <laughs> Dude, last year was a lot of fun. I, that's why I was like, when you asked me to do it again, I was like, hell yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. So the third annual Spookathon, October 28th this year, not on my birthday, Halloween. Sorry. I just had to, I have to do things that weekend. Um, I, I'm going up to um, a friend's place for my birthday. Uh, so it's October 28th. And we are going to also do a D&D Halloween special again this year. Because um, uh, it's actually been a year since I've played D&D. Uh, which is going to be super dope, too. That'll be right here on this channel, October 17th. Uh, so mark your calendars. Those are both Saturday um, events. Uh, I think we're going to I think we're leaning towards doing the Spookathon the night of the 28th. So you guys have plenty of time still. And oh, and one thing about the $25 Steam gift card for the Spookathon, uh, the winner is voted on by the audience. So if you um, Kai has come in and you you know stick around, you guys can vote on who you think the best story is. Um, other than that, find me on Twitter at Danny K D A N I E C A E. Um, also on Instagram under the same name, and uh, those are my main socials. Um, guys, we appreciate all of you for watching and listening and hanging out with us if you guys missed any part of the show make sure you find us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel uh, i'm really close to hitting 100 subscribers on there i'd really love to do that this month that would be super dope so make sure you guys do that and uh make sure you drop a like and a comment on the video if you guys uh, need a refresher on what the question of the week is the this week's question is what are two games you are most hyped for this holiday season what are two games you are most hyped for this holiday season go on ahead and leave that comment in the youtube uh comments down below anything else guys no, no. i think that just about covers it all right guys have a wonderful rest of your week stay safe keep fighting the good fight and we'll see you again next week Bye. Kisses. Love you.